after last season, what can St. Louis actually expect from Jordan Binghamton? This is all coming up here in Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Blues, and thank you for making Locked On Blues your first listen every single day. My name is Haley Taylor Simon, and I am your host of Locked On Blues here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As I mentioned, what can St. Louis fans actually expect from Jordan Binghamton after his performance last season? So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about if Binghamton will continue to be the starter. And if Binner is not going to be the starter, then who will it be? So first off, I want to get into this. Last season was obviously very disappointing when it came to the St. Louis Blues' performance. And it wasn't just Binnington. It was the whole entire team. But this does make me question St. Louis. If this is really the goalie that is trustworthy to carry this team to the next destination, which is another Stanley Cup. The last time the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup, it was Benner's first season in net, and he had an outstanding year, and there is no denying that. But it does make me question, you know, despite not having a solid defense, despite things not going well for St. Louis, Is this the goalie that St. Louis can depend on when times get tough? I want to say yes. Will that actually happen? Well, folks, time will only tell. And for me, there is a couple things that I need to address when it comes to my expectations with the goalies in this next season. Number one, what is the mentality? I want to have Bennington have a strong mentality. Now, besides Jordan, there's also Joel Hofer, who is the backup. And this is going to be a big test for him as well, since I do expect him to be playing some more games. But overall, when it comes to the goalies, the goalies are the first line of defense, in a sense, right? That protects the net. It protects basically everything. So if you don't have solid goalies, then you're not going to have a successful team. And at the end of the day, the St. Louis Blues are looking to go back into the postseason. And without Binner, without Hoffer being strong, that is not going to happen. I hate to be negative, and you know how I am already. You know that I like to be positive, a little optimistic, but it does make me question, what will next season truly be like? I expect the goalies of this team to come in tough to come in resilient, to come in ready to defend and play some hockey. I'm not asking for the goalies to be lackadaisical, and I don't think anybody is, but I expect more, and I expect that the defense is still crappy, considering the fact that the defense will most likely still be crappy. Um, I've talked about that on last week's Locked on Blues episode. Um <sighs> then the goalie needs to step it up. And it's not just Spinner, right? It's also Joel Hoffer. And this is the problem right now is that when you are faced with having a bad blue line 
and you know that there's not going to be that consistent protection, yes, it's going to be frustrating. But part of the reason why goalies are so important and vital is because they have this extra layer of confidence. They have this extra layer of charisma. And that's what makes a goalie so great. So I think at the end of the day, going in with the mentality of, you know what, this defense, it's not going to be it. Okay, fine. But what are you going to do about it, Binghamton? And that is my question. And that is what I propose is what is he going to do about it? What is this team going to do about it? Because I can tell you now for a fact, the defense is not going to significantly get better within next season. And that's the interesting part, right? We talk about expectations. And my expectations for the defense are very low, as they should be. They did nothing last season to prove to me why I should even have any high expectations because, well, they didn't play good defense. And I'm going in with how they performed and what they showed me with having bad defense. And I hate being that way because I want to be positive. But how can you truly be positive when all you got shown was the negatives? And that's with anything, right? That could be with offense. But the offense gave me hope. They gave me potential because they actually were scoring and uh, putting in some effort. You know, it's funny because in hockey, usually the offense is the position that struggles. But this time it was the defense. And I'm surprised that Dougie Yeh didn't go after more defenders in this offseason. Maybe he will. He probably won't. But it just it's so interesting to me that that is what happened is that now St. Louis is stuck with the same old defense. It just does not make sense to me, and it's not going to continue to make sense to me. It just makes me question a lot of things about the front office, about if they think that this defense just had a fluky season. Because when it comes to defense, it does impact how the goalie does play. And that's why I'm talking about the defense again, because it impacts the goalies of the St. Louis Blues, it impacts them so much more than the offense does. You know, the defense's job, and I will state this again, is to protect the, uh, well, it's to protect the goalie, right? It's to protect it, to get it out of that, of their defensive zone. And if they're not doing that, then who will? It all goes back to one thing, St. Louis. And the one thing that it goes back to is, are they going to step it up? Will we see Tory Krug try to show everybody why he deserved to be in St. Louis or a different team? Because he did not want to go to Philadelphia. Will it go to show why Justin Folk is trustworthy? There's just so many questions that I have. And it's not to say that I think these guys are lazy and that they don't care. Of course they care. I know they're not lazy, but it just didn't look good last season. And that's my concern. You can see co-host in the background that way. But it just didn't look good. And I think at the end of the day, yes, my expectations for the goalies are higher considering the fact that Most likely, they know what they're going to be working with already come next season. It's not like you're getting all these new players and there's a time and place, right? If you're getting a bunch of new players, I could be like, you know what? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. 
but they're not. It's the same group of guys. So how could I not say they should know how to work around this defense? The Blues' offense, yes, it got better this offseason. No denying that. So hopefully they'll have some more puck possession, yeah, which is what everybody wants. It's what you want. It's what I want. But at the end of the day, the team basically stayed the same. Um, Obviously, adding Oscar and Kevin, that was a couple of additions to the team. Um, Nothing else really happened. So you're basically working with the same team. Yeah, you got some great draft picks, but are they going to play this season? Probably not. So I don't want any excuses. That's another thing is that there are no excuses. I can't do the excuses, folks. I've done that before, and it it just backfires every single time. Because when you make excuses and then they don't play the way that they should play, It's kind of like, why did I defend them this whole entire time? But maybe I need to be a little bit more positive. Maybe some positivity wouldn't hurt me. I just tend to be more negative. But that's okay. It's okay to be negative when you feel disappointed. And, uh... That is my thoughts on my expectations for the goalies for this upcoming season. All right. I'm going to tell you about AG1. AG1 is also a drink. AG1 is good for your health. And, you know, this is why I like AG1. Because AG1 is whole food source nutrition. It helps you build your immune system. It helps you take care of your bodies, especially for my athletes out there. It helps you with that. And after taking AG1, I feel absolutely fantastic. So, um, if a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then try a one-year supply of... Vitamin D and free and five free AG1 travel packs in your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL network. Make sure you check it out. And AG1 is a nutritional supplement. And AG1 supports the immune system. And I do drink AG1. So I just wanted to let you guys know about AG1. I know it was like a couple seconds late with that banner, but it is AG1. So drinkag1.com slash NHL network. All right, let me go put my Twitter back up. All righty. Is Bennington the starter? For now, yeah. I see him as the starter for the next couple seasons. I don't see him going anywhere, but... You know, you have a good goalie in Joel Hoffer, but we'll see how he does this season. There was a horn. Hmm. But yeah, Hoffer is definitely somebody that I would keep my eyes on. One day, could he be the starter? Potentially, yeah. But Binner is super talented. He's one of the best goalies in the league, and 
he's just had a really rough defense around him, and that's all there is to it. I like to be positive when it comes to my goalies because here is my thought process. Goalies have the longest longevity on the ice. Um, Patrice Bergeton from the Boston Bruins retired as of yesterday. Now, that is rare because he is not a goalie, right? And he has played so much hockey and such a legend. So I just also want to give a congratulations to Bergy on that one. But I felt like it was necessary to bring that up because it is rare that you see a player play until their late 30s or early 40s these days. Unless they're a goalie. Goalies, you kind of do see that sometimes, which is a little bit strange considering because you're thinking to yourself, hmm, who's going to be playing in their late 30s in the NHL? Goalies do. So that's why I'm not as tough on them because I know that they take a longer time to develop. They're also extremely valuable to the team. And I don't think I need to reiterate this, but the goalies are the reasons why teams win or teams lose. Obviously, the offense is important. But at the end of the day, when you think about your most valuable player, it's your goalie. Imagine having nobody in net. Um, so you really do have to depend on your goalies. I think that for this season, I would like to see Joel play more in that. I would like to see him start more games. I'm not saying to replace Bennington. That is not what I am saying. But what I am saying is this, is that give the kids some more opportunities I get it. You're going to be playing against the Coyotes. Maybe put in Hall for Ben. See how he does. I wouldn't overplay Benner because let's go say the Blues do make it to the postseason. You wouldn't be able to use him as much as possible. You don't want to tire him out. And that's the nice thing about having a couple good goalies is that you can rotate. You can give the guy an off day. And they need that. Imagine if there's like a five-game losing streak and you have Binner and Nat all of those games. It's going to mentally get to him. It would mentally get to any single athlete. And that's why you need to take advantage of having another good goalie so it can help out your star goalie. At the end of the day, this is all to help out Jordan Mayenton. It's not to discipline him. It's not to... Tell them, hey, your time's almost up, buddy. It's to say, hey, we care about you as an organization. We want you to be our guy. Let's help you out. I don't think that's unfair to say, and I don't think that that's pushing him aside. I think that's the opposite. I think that's showing that you value him so much that you want him to always be playing his best hockey. And that's something that I feel like a lot of these athletes um, don't always have these days, is that unconditional support. And, you know, think about it. His first year playing a game as the St. Louis Blue, they went to the Stanley Cup and won. Think about that versus where the Blues are at now and how that might impact him. Think about the fact that his former teammates, Ivan, Alex, won the Stanley Cup with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights with a goalie, with their sixth goalie. Like, just think about it. It is so tough for goalies in the National Hockey League. 
it's such a mental position more than a physical position. And I know, call me crazy for saying that, but am I wrong? No, because being a goalie is more mental than it is physical. It is so much more mental. And if you don't believe that, then do you know hockey? Because you cannot tell me that it's not a mental block. That's why goalies have mental blocks. That's why goalies, whenever you look at post-game interviews, there is a reason why they're the more quiet players. There is a reason why they don't always laugh and joke around as much. Because they need to focus more than any other player on the ice. Yeah. It's important to focus if you're a defensive player or playing up in the offense. But if you're a goalie... You need to be locked in 24-7 during that game. You don't have the time to just, you know, relax and take a couple minutes. You have to be locked in because anything can happen. There could be a breakaway. Boom, they come up to your net. Even on a power play, do you know how many um, – do you know? And it's it's funny, but do you know how many shorthanded goals are scored? A lot. A lot. And that's a huge possibility. So, yeah, a goalie needs to be – Focus 24-7 because truly at any moment on the ice, they could be coming into their net. And I'm not being funny when I'm saying that. It's truly one of the most hard positions. And I I could never be a goalie because I wouldn't be able to focus like that. But I want you to understand that having somebody else in net besides Spinner is not a insult to him it's an advantage so then he can get the time that he needs to get rid of a mental block if there is one now i'm giving hypotheticals because that's what we do in the summer here in lockdown blue is we're giving hypotheticals as to what the season will look like and i don't think that's unfair for me to say i'm all about the hypotheticals also a little side note here by the way folks I have a sweatshirt that is coming because I'm like so big into sweatshirts and it is very vintage St. Louis and I'm really excited about it, but it's been taking like months to come to me because it's like, of course, it's like one of those that are like back ordered, blah, 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 but I'm excited and it should be here next week and I cannot wait for hockey season. I'm such a nerd. I'm like playing my puck every day just trying to get as much hockey into my life and I miss it. I I really miss hockey. It's not even like a joke at this point. Like, um, like I seriously need hockey more than I need air to breathe. All right. Before I talk about the final thing, I just want to let you folks know that you can find my podcast, The Locked On Blues, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network on Spotify, Apple Music, Sirius, anywhere where you get your podcasts, or here on YouTube. So you can see my face every single day. Hello, how are you? And you can make sure to follow on Locked On Blues, or you can follow me on Twitter at Haley T. Simon. Uh, this is the NHL offseason. So, yes, it is Wednesday, and it's the first episode of the week. No, you did not miss anything. I am. Um, I'm a weirdo where I, I feel like I just have like, I work in sports radio. So first off, yes, I'm a weirdo. Secondly, I feel like when it comes to the cycle of news, 
for some reason, the back end of the week always has the most news than the front end of the week. So not a lot of hockey news usually comes out. I mean, yeah, sure, yeah, Bergie did announce his retirement on Tuesday, but today everyone is talking about it. So it is Wednesday. So I try to make it so there's as much news as possible for me to give you here on Locked on Blues. And uh, that way I can have an entertaining show. And uh, I think it's kind of worked out. You know, it's uh, it's been fun. But this is something that I even find more fun. Do you see Benner having a good season? Again, I asked that all on Locked on Blues, and that is literally just the Twitter name at Locked on Blues. 81% of you said yes, while 19% of you said no. All right, let's go see because we have a comment. We have a couple comments. Drew said, I voted no, but that's not because of his skill level. Depends on the defense and what they can put in front of him. It matters. I mean, Corey Crawford has Stanley Cups. Come on. So then Anthony replied, you say that he sucked, LOL, and .918 save percentage. Second best save percentage of the 2010, oh, now they're arguing about. Oh, well, of course. Okay. Now people are just arguing. Okay. Yes. You agree with me. You agree with me because I said this before I even asked you on Twitter and you agree with me that it really depends on the defense and it's not Benning Tim himself. I just want to give myself a round of applause because I knew it. I knew I was not the only one that knew that this was just the defense's fault because I hate when people blame Binner because I love Binner. All right. Oh, okay. We have some breaking news. I wish I had some breaking news um, sound effects. So I'm just going to... Hold on, I'm going to do my own breaking news. That's my breaking news. Brad Hall was announced on Sporting News that he is one of the goats on the mountain of St. Louis sports. Wow, that is pretty cool. I mean, Hall was fantastic. One of the best to ever be a St. Louis Blue all-time legend. But, uh... Wow. He is standing next to different. So he joins three former Cardinals players, which my friends, I'm sure, at Locked On Cardinals will be covering as well. But just to give you guys a little bit of who he is standing next to, and I'll show you the picture for those on YouTube. Stan Meskel, Bob Gibson, and Albert Pulios. So there is Brett for those on YouTube that can see next to them. That is such an honor. Um, it just sucks that he couldn't win the cup, right? But that is what's going on. I also give like to give you all a what's going on in St. Louis Blues today. The Blues Youth Hockey is in day two with their hockey camp. So it's always nice to see the young kids um, getting involved in hockey. So what an exciting, uh, exciting update for uh, Brett Hall. That is awesome. That was just announced. And he definitely does deserve it. One of the best of all time. Maybe a fun little um, segment that I could do on one of the episodes these days. And let me know if you like this is the Goats of St. Louis Blues. And we could name the best of all time Blues players. I think that would be kind of fun. Make our own little Mount Rushmore. And I'm sure we'll hear Brett's name on that one. 
All right. Today was a fun episode as always. Make sure you follow, subscribe, stay locked in and locked on to Locked On Blues. And how I end every single episode, let's go Blues.